Hey guys, this is Marvel slash Paranormal Chat, but I have an update for you. Here's the update. I'm no longer known as Marvel slash Paranormal Chat. Um, I am known as Marvel-less and Paranormal. Now, that was given as a suggestion by somebody I work with at work. And uh, I thought, why don't I just condense it a, uh, a bit, which sounded kind of long-winded to him. So I, I took that suggestion uh, to heart. So, um, yes. So from now on, you will be noticing... Uh, my Spotify uh, account has actually changed to Marvelous and Paranormal if you were to uh, look me up. So that's going to be uh, M-A-R-V-E-L-O-U-S and Paranormal. Play on words. Now, um, here's the other part of the update. Now, I just wanted to let you know that um, I just saw a live broadcast by John Massari. And um, he wasn't too detailed on what he was giving away. It was his birthday. Uh, happy birthday, John Massari. Uh, happy belated birthday. I, and his birthday was yesterday. And um, so... He said that he was uh, really busy doing some composing for a certain project. Now, he wasn't very detailed about what the project was, but he did give just a subtle little hint. And he says that he can't explain too much what this uh, project entails, but he did say that it had something to do with a well-recognized brand. So that got me kind of thinking. Now this Killer Clowns from Outer Space thing is moving forward. Now, John Masari, Kyoto Brothers, I'm counting on you. I can die a happy man finally uh, when, when you make this possible. Hey, if you're going to be doing it uh, sci-fi channel or um or theater wise i'll be there <laughs> you, you better uh realize that we hardcore die hard uh killer clowns and space fans will be there and let let there be no mistake about it too they because I've been waiting for this for a long, I mean a long time, just like with Ghostbusters 3, and we're finally going to get a Ghostbusters 3. Hey, two birds, one stones. We're, we're going to get um, the, the brand that we recognize more that should have happened sometime uh, <laughs> years back in the 90s. And... Uh, we're going to get Ghostbusters 3, finally. Now it looks like we're going to be getting the Killer Clowns in Outer Space Part 2. Um, 
it's not a part two. They're calling it a requel. Like, kind of like a a light reboot, but with a, kind of like a, a continuation from the story of where they left off with Mike and Debbie destroying the big top spaceship. Now, uh, and... And it kind of seems like we're going to be seeing where they're going to be coming from, too. I mean, they didn't give too much away either, but we're going to be seeing their home planet of where they came from. And uh, apparently they uh, they came from Jupiter, but uh, hey, uh, we'll just have to see, won't we? <laughs> be because I'll, I'll be wanting to, to see where they come from myself. Like I said, Kyoto Brothers and Jamasari, I'm counting on you. We're counting on you as fans because I want to see the direction that you're going to be taking us. If you're successful in scaring us all over again, more props to you, man. I'll be there. Make no mistake about it. A hardcore killer clown fan just like myself. <laughs> I'll be there. You best believe it. Oh, and as always as I say, this is Marvelous and Paranormal signing off. Have a good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night, wherever you may be currently listening to this. And... Goodbye. Hello, guys. This is um, Marvelous and Paranormal. Um, so, I, I didn't quite uh, finish my thoughts on the uh, John Masari Reimagined Killer Class Matter Space uh, Reimagined score. But... Uh, as far as I'm concerned, I've um, talked about the final clown confrontation, but I think here's the other thing about this uh, particular album. Um, this thing called uh, Knock My Block Off and uh, Track 16 was escaping to uh, Clown Cathedral, then Hidden Clown's uh, ship. And um, Mike and Debbie's Discovery, and then the sketch for Sampled String Orchestra, and then Killer Clowns Matter Space, the original uh, demo, Circa Fall, and uh, Tell Me What Is Real. Now, Tell Me What Is Real is more like, a, I guess, supposed to be like a, a grunge or maybe like a, a punk. Uh, kind of song almost but I do kind of like it because it mixes the clown march into the uh, this particular song it's kind of hard to describe to you what it sounds like without playing a sample of it for you I mean I guess I could but I don't want to lose my platform on a, uh, a copyright strike if, if that's what uh, Anchor is looking out for, 
but you just have to buy the CD to understand what I'm looking for. I guess it's kind of like a grunge punk, uh, kind of like rock song, kind of a blend of those things, but it, it includes the Killer Clown March. And uh, that one was, was really good. I, I don't even know what the, the lyrics are. I mean, it kind of sounds like you would know what the words are, but they kind of drown it out by this music that they're playing. And that's why I never really cared for punk rock to, to begin with, because it kind of drowns out their lyrics. But uh, in all honesty, it does sound good. I mean, for what, what it is as, as a sample of what he could do with the uh, album right here. It just sounds really good. And the uh, Escaping to um, Clown Cathedral, that's where they shot the uh, balloon and uh, rescued uh, Debbie from being trapped in the balloon. And they, they're, they're uh, escaping into like the elevator and the clowns are chasing after them. And then the knock my block off. Well, this one is uh, a little different sampling right here. I think it's the same scene, but it just sounds a, mm, slightly a little different. And um, I, I, I can't describe it, but it, it just sounds different than what he's actually done in the album so far in a previous um a uh, track which was number let me see number five was knock my block off which sounds much more scarier than knock my block off on track 15 just sounds i don't know i guess it's creepy but not as scary uh, as as number five was um <clears throat> let's see um, the Hidden Clown Ship, that's where Farmer Jane Green was actually um, discovering the Big Top spaceship for the first time, and he thinks it's like a circus, and then he thinks he could uh, score him a few free passes, and um, yeah, that's what that sound was about. It, it, it comes close to the original... Um, what what was it called like like the original scores can get but it it's mostly i think it's like mostly um orchestra uh strings mostly but i think they do add a little bit of synth a little synthesizer in there but it's mostly the original scoring uh pretty much and uh mike and debbie's discovery that's um where they're approaching the tent and then walking aside the tent, calling after her, saying, like, don't be a baby, and then and they walk inside this uh, spaceship. I think it's where this scene is actually taking place. And then a sketch sampled string orchestra. I don't know what this actually entails. I have to listen to this again to get, like, maybe a better understanding or uh, what scene this might be, but I think it I think it's just kind of like one of those sketch things that they do when you're coming to like a uh, live showing of the uh, Killer Class of Aerospace uh, played live on 
um, on, on on the movie screen as you first approach and there's like these clowns doing their own kind of sketch I think it's what they're kind of talking about right here but I um, kind of like a Rocky Horror Picture Show kind of thing I mean nobody's dressed in their favorite costumes or whatever but uh, it's kind of like a Rocky Horror Picture Show kind of thing where these clown performers come out in their costumes and they do like these little sketch kind of thing. I think that's what they're talking about here. And um, let's see. Um, now, the killer clowns from outer space. Oh gosh, I wish I know uh, which scene this was from. I think this is where they were kind of like escaping after the discovery and then um, and Mike swerves one of the, uh, clowns right from, from his car, and then they, um, and one kind of rolls off the car, lays there, and then one clown, uh, uh, you know, lays uh, straight up again, kind of like how Michael Myers did in the 1978 um, shape, uh, My Michael Myers, uh, ra raising straight up from where he lay and looking at Jamie Lee Curtis, it kind of, uh, it's kind of reminiscent of that. And there's one other clown that kind of looks into the camera and I don't know what that's about. Maybe they just want to... <laughs> creep the audience out. I, I, I guess they were pretty successful with me as a young child at nine years old, but <laughs> um, yeah, so I I don't know what, what the whole idea with the clown looking into the camera kind of thing is all about, but just maybe for the creep factor, I guess. Um, let me see. Yeah, that's, that's all I have to cover, but hopefully they um, continue making Killer Clowns from Outer Space as a, a requel. I guess it, in some ways it's it's a sequel, but it's kind of like a retelling sequel, I guess. It then just kind of gave you an idea of what happened after the the pies were thrown at the face and the clown ship uh, kind of exploded. I don't know how they're doing this. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, it, it could be like a soft reboot of uh, retelling the whole story again and then kind of continue on where they left off where the clown big top spaceship exploded. Uh, sure, I mean, they they killed him in, in the first movie, but um, does that mean that the world is safe? I mean, let's, let's backtrack a little bit. Killer, who... Um, laid the popcorn in the uh, uh, in the dumpster do you think that explosion would have killed every one of those living clowns that were on earth that were eating people in in that dumpster I think not be because let's backtrack with with Debbie she left those alien clown popcorn that just hatched in her bathroom. 
how is she going to uh, kill those things when she goes back to her apartment? Hmm? Uh, be, because they would still be around, wouldn't they? Let's, let's not uh, for, forget a few of those clowns that were probably left on Earth that um, weren't successfully killed off just yet. So we're going to have to have kind of like uh, uh, international kind of like uh, men in black style, you know, like defending the, the world from, from alien clowns uh, kind of deal with advanced weapons. Who knows what's going to happen? I, I have a few theories of how it may look like, but I may be way off base when it's <laughs> going to look like Men in Black. Maybe I'm not. Maybe I'm onto something, but... Oh, let's just find out, shall we? Uh, like John Masari said, he's working on a project right now, and I'm looking forward to it. Thanks again, Kyoto Brothers and John Masari, for making this project possible. <sighs> I'm counting on you guys. Uh, I mean, it sounds like it's it's happening, but I'm counting you guys. Well, please don't stop in the middle of a project and have it linger on in development limbo for another seven years or so. Come on. We need this. We need this as as a hardcore killer clown from outer space fan. Uh, I'm going to uh, check on imdb.com or whatever source I, I need to look at um, to make sure this project is moving forward, which it sounds like it is. All right. Uh, enjoy your days, guys. Um, so... This is Marvelous and Paranormal signing off. Have a good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night, wherever you may be currently listening to this at this very moment. And goodbye.